The reason why we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit today is because we've been, on a, we've been in a series for the last few weeks called Ghost Stories. We've been exploring the person, the purpose, and the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know what? You know what's funny is like a lot of people. There's things about the Holy Spirit that like make some people nervous. Yeah, they get like a little spooked out. And so we're just kind of putting all that to rest. We're just trying to be scared of the Holy Spirit. He's beautiful. He's wonderful. He wants to be your very best friend, our companion. Hallelujah! So that's what's going on today. I wanna I wanna start off today looking at a scripture in Galatians. Galatians five. This is where we actually get the fruit of the Spirit. Okay, so here we go. You can read along in Galatians five. Verse 13, it says, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Okay? Then he says in verse 16, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. And, and what is that? The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. So these two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you're not under obligation to the law of Moses. Then in verses 19, 21, he lists a whole bunch of things that are sinful acts of the flesh, things like lust and jealousy and idolatry and anger and these sort of things. And if he skipped on to verse 22, here he, here he goes. He says, but the Holy Spirit produces what kind of fruit in our lives? What kind of fruit? Let's read it together. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So, okay, so here we have the, the, the fruit of the Spirit right here. So the Holy Spirit, what happens here? The fruit of the Spirit means is, is the Holy Spirit actually enables us to live this way. Enables us to live in a way that's totally different than the way we used to live before the Holy Spirit came into our life. Before yeah. we had Jesus in our life. And we experience this spiritual life. Everything changes. So the fruit of the Spirit. Does anybody else think of like apples and oranges and grapes and peaches sometimes? Kids, do you think like sure. fruit? Do you know what that term? It's, it's kind of like it's, it's a farm term he was using. It mm. is what comes up out of the ground based on the seed that you plant it? Right. And so what our fruit is, is what the world sees, what other people sees. It's our attitude and it's our actions. That's our fruit that we give. It's the result of whatever's on the inside of us that makes us react, makes us invest in something, makes us put our hands to something. That's what our fruit is, is what the world sees us do and how we behave. That's right. So when Jesus comes into your heart, you know, you don't, they can't see your heart, but they can see your fruit. There ought to be proof, right? If, if we have the Holy Spirit moving in our life, if we're walking in the Spirit, there ought to be some proof uh, that, that, we're, that we're different than the way we used to be. I want to look at a scripture in Acts. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says this, but you will receive power. That's you. You're you. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. That's Jesus talking. You will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. So what, what happens when the Holy Spirit comes? He brings what? Power. power. So the, right, the Holy Spirit. The, the role of the Holy Spirit in the Godhead, there's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. His role, remember if we said last week, can be summed up in one word, and that is power. Power. So the Holy Spirit comes into our lives. And he doesn't just come to sort of, you know, hand, hand out goosebumps and help us to do 
amazing tricks and things like that. That's not what the Holy Spirit comes for. He comes to transform us. Just like those disciples were transformed. They were completely different people once they were hit with the Holy Spirit. Transformed. So the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to transform you, to turn you more into the image of Christ, to make you look more like Jesus. The Holy Spirit flowing in your life leads to one thing, first and foremost, and that is character transformation. Character transformation. Now, if we're not flowing in love, if we're not being transformed then really it's all not worth much, right? Paul even said as much in 1 Corinthians. He said, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels but didn't love others, I'd only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. He said, if I had the gift of prophecy, if I understood all of God's secret plans, if I possessed all knowledge, if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but I didn't what? Love others. Love others. I would be nothing. If I gave everything to the poor and sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't, what? Love Love others. I would have gained nothing. Amen. Now, here's the thing about the fruit of the Spirit. One One of the big points we want to make today. You can't muster this up on your own, can you? Oh, no, not easily. No. We, you, you can't just, just sit there and, and, and go home and, you know, grit your teeth and be like, okay, I'm going to make myself more peaceful today. I'm going to be peaceful. Right? How many of you have tried that? How many of you thought, man, i got to have more fruit of the Spirit. i got to try harder. Right? i got to make myself, make the fruit pop out. It's like a donkey going, I want to be a boy. It just, it doesn't happen. You can't do it by your own power. But see, God can. God can. A lot of us see this list of the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the things I think we do is we see this list and we think, great, great. Another list of rules that I have to follow. These nine things that I got to do, I got to work harder at. I think that's completely missing the point. What God is showing us here is this isn't a list of rules. This is a picture of what happens when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of what happens when the Holy Spirit starts to take control mm-hmm. of our life. Yeah. Now, I, I'm a city boy, born and raised here in the uh, Houston area, Pasad Get Down Dina, as I like to call it. So I've never lived, you know, in the country. But I do know one thing about farming, and that is that fruit does not grow because of the tree's tremendous efforts. The trees out there on the farm, are not trying their best. They're not giving it all they got to grow fruit. Fruit grows because of the tree's connection to the soil. It's called the fruit of the Spirit because it comes from Him. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit fruit. It's not holy you fruit. It's Holy Spirit fruit, right? It doesn't come from your incredible willpower. So when we're planted in the Holy Spirit, we're going to grow fruit. If we're planted in the Holy Spirit, because that's what healthy things do, is they grow. Healthy things grow. Healthy things produce fruit. So the object of your life isn't to get good enough to deserve the Holy Spirit, right? Or to look super righteous in front of people. That's not the object of our life. Because other people can't see the true state of our heart, right? Paul was just saying, I could do all the right things. And if I have not love, it's, it's worth nothing. Our object is to be willing soil, so that the Holy Spirit can come in and work his miracles in our life and transform us. Amen. Is there anybody in here that wants to be willing soil for the Holy Spirit to have his way? Amen. Is that you? 
Now, how do we produce these fruits, right? I want love. I want joy. I want to be peaceful. I want to be long-suffering and kind. But how, how do we do that? Well, the fruit is the result of one thing. And it's spending time getting to know the Spirit of the Lord. This is one of those things where it's all about relationship. That's right. You want to grow the fruits? Then have a relationship with the Spirit of God who lives inside of you. Because your attitude and your actions are going to change as the result of spending time with the Lord. Mm. It's as simple as that. Isn't that the answer to so many things, really? It is. Time with God. There's no shortcuts to that. You, you've just you got to take that time to listen and talk to him. Listen to him. So, obviously, in, in worship and in prayer and through serving and obeying, but, but still, how are, we, how are we hearing his voice and how are we doing that? We're going to illustrate a little story that's found in 1 Samuel 3 that's going to paint a little bit of a picture to you about listening to the voice of God. Mm. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So what did you notice? What did you notice that, that you had to do to hear the voice of the Lord? What, what did Samuel have to do? He had, he had to listen, right? You have to listen. Now, he was confused at first, right? He kept thinking it was Eli calling to him. Did Eli hear the voice of, of the Holy Spirit? Did Eli hear that voice? Mm-mm. No, he didn't know why Samuel kept coming in there. Because God's Spirit communicates with your spirit. Mm-hmm. And did you know, boys and girls, and everyone else, the Holy Spirit is speaking all the time mm. to your spirit. But how often do you hear that voice? How often do you hear him speak? So there's two things you can practice to start leaning in to the Spirit of God who lives inside of you. We are called the temple of the Holy Spirit. Two things. Number one, listen. Listen. How do we listen? How do we listen in a very busy, very noisy, very distracting culture? You have to yield your time to God in his presence. You have to... Surrender, surrender yourself. When you pray, did you know that prayer is actually not a one-sided conversation? Did anybody know that it's a two-sided conversation? Prayer is a conversation. It's not a list of needs or a list of requests. Prayer is a conversation with God. So you speak, you praise, you make your requests known, and then you wait upon him and you get still before him and you block everything else out and you just listen for a minute that's the hard part a lot of times that's that's the hard part that's the part we skip a lot i think so we listen we yield we Hmm. surrender and number two we obey that thing you feel like you heard the spirit of the lord say to you guess what you need to say to god yes thank you and yes obedience is the next step And here is the beautiful thing about hearing the frequency of heaven. The more that you say yes to what you trust the Lord said, the louder that frequency becomes. Hmm. The more often and the easier it is to hear the voice of God and recognize that it's a voice of God. The more yeses you give God, the more you hear his voice. That's right. So we can practice hearing his voice. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? I have a feeling that, you know, the Apostle Paul wrote uh, this scripture in Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit. And in his day, there was a lot of farmers. So he was talking about fruit 
and plants and things like that. I wonder if he wouldn't have used maybe a different analogy if instead of the first century, he was born in the 21st century. Oh, yeah, maybe so. How many of you have a phone, a tablet, or a gaming device? Raise your hand. Like if you, every hand. Every hand. 100% of you. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, he might have said something like, we are like phones. That's, that's what we are. We're, we are, are. Is your information on your phone? Is mm-hmm. everything you like on your phone? You're your phone, people. It's Everything's on here. Everything's on there. You are like phones, and you know what? The fruits of the Spirit are like apps you can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fruit of the Spirit apps. That's really cool. I, I love like my those. apps of the Spirit. You like them? Oh, yeah. They're, uh, they're which, amazing. Like, you just name them. There's, let's oh. see. There's, oh, the yeah. Love app. See, the Love got, app is great. The Love app. I got joy. The joy. You got peace. them all. Patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Right. These are great. And um, they're on your phone mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. But have you heard of the new downgrades? You mean upgrades. No, no, I mean downgrades. Have you heard of the new downgrade apps that you can also um, download on your phone? No. Why, yeah. Why would someone They're the latest downgrade? thing. They're the latest thing. Well, they're very popular. But the thing is, if you have an, one of the newer downgrade apps, it can't run these apps. They're, they can't run simultaneously. Huh. There's, so no, there's no room they're incompatible. for an app of the Spirit. Right. So you can the... either have the Love app or you can have the new app called the Me app. Huh. Now, the Me app is extremely popular. It can't run with the Love app, so you've got to choose one or the other. Wow. Um, but the Me app, it's sort of like it's just it's all about me. Or if you have it, it's all about you. Right. Um, it's about how to make yourself happy. Right. So it's not, just, not so much about loving other people and valuing others. Well, what did you use the Love app for? What did the Love app help you do? It helped me see people like God sees them. Oh. Right? To, to be compassionate, to be like Christ when I'm with other people and to oh. love them like God loves them. Yeah, this isn't like that at all. The Me app is about tailoring your life to your preferences and your perspectives. It really is. It's just all about making you happy. Downgrade. You can often hear users of the Me app saying things like, "What about me?" Right. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. 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 Huh. Okay. Well, okay. You know, another app that I love is the uh, the Joy app. That's a that's an incredible app. It's such a, a good app. I have the when I, I I turn on that joy app and it's like regardless of the circumstances around me whatever's yeah. going on I, I am just walking in joy because I can like because I rely on God's promises you know God's the source He's my source so whatever circumstances I can walk in joy that's that's the source of my contentment oh, amen yeah. well have you heard of the uh, the downgrade is actually called the compare app compare now the compare app what that allows you to do is get the uh, Take all the wealth, possessions, talents, all the good attributes of your friends and family and even strangers and makes this beautiful chart that really shows you how lowly you rank compared to everybody else. Wow. Uh, it's, it's really a self-esteem downer. It really is. It seems like something people wouldn't want to do. Um, well, you know, people like to, you know, compare themselves to huh. others to feel a little bit better or feel wow. like maybe what they need that they're missing out on. Wow. Um, you'll often hear users of uh, this particular app, the Compare app, say things like, that's not fair. I have heard that. Yeah, has it? In my uh, house. In your house. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> um, has anyone ever heard someone else in your home say, that's not fair? Hmm. Yeah. Right, because they're comparing. They're comparing what 
they could have to what they don't have or what someone else does to what they... It's anyway... Instead of walking in joy... Well, here's the deal. Comparison mm-hmm. is the thief of joy. So, wow. but anyway, okay. that one's a freebie. But uh, Compare app is very popular app. Very popular. Okay, well, here's an app that I love is, is the Peace app. Peace, everybody needs peace, right? Yeah. Because peace reminds me that, you know what, God's in control. God's in control. In fact, there's a scripture that I just, I enact that app. I turn on my peace app when I need right. to remember that God gives me peace that passes all understanding. When I, when I pray to him, yeah. when I throw my cares on him, he gives me peace. You can't beat that. You can't beat it, but you can choose a different app if you want to. And it's oh. called the What If app. The What If app. Here's what this does. It's, it's, a, it's a great little app that makes a list of every possible scenario about what could go horribly wrong. Wow. Um, if you're not thinking of it, it'll help you think about it. Uh, Seems excruciating. Well, it wants you to be prepared to face the inevitable disaster that may happen in your day. Wow. Um, so hmm. that's what it's about. You often hear users of this app saying things like, but something bad might happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like walking in fear rather than walking in peace. Yes. And they do this by choice? They, they download this? Yes. Huh. Yeah. They're wow. very popular. They're also very buggy. Some of these apps contain viruses that can destroy your phone. Right. But people still download them anyway. They do. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, here's, here's an app that I rely on. Every time that I get in my car, you know, you're not supposed to use your cell phones while you're driving, but this is one app that I turn on, and that is the Patience app. You need the Patience app, am I right? Because sometimes the person in front of you is just not following what culture says is the right speed to drive. And so you turn on that Patience app, and it's like, okay, all right, I can be cool with this. I can go with the flow here. You know, and sometimes, like, things in my life aren't happening the way I, I want them to, as fast as I want them to, and... And so the Patience app helps me to rely on the timing of the Lord to just trust Him. It's right? a great app. It it's is. one of the least used of the original Fruit of the Spirit apps, so. and it's quickly being overtaken by the Now app. Now. The Now app. Mm. Uh, now, this app is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, it's about having things you want your way right now. now. I want it now. Right now. You ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. Um, the Now app gives you the fastest route to getting what you want when you want it. Hmm. Um, people use this app, usually feel like really entitled to like VIP treatment. Sure. And uh, they can be heard saying things like, I want it now, or are we there yet? I hear that. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> well, here's an app. Surely you don't have something that's better than kindness. Kindness is such a beautiful can, app. Is there any situation in the world that can't be helped by a little kindness? Nope. It helps you reach out and help others. You see people who are down, right? Yeah. Or you know what else it helps with? If, if there's a person, you know those people in your life, my friend Zach calls them sandpaper people. <laughs> there are those people, they don't mean to. They just, they just rub you the wrong way. And it's no fault of their own. It's just, you know, your DNA don't click. But it's okay. You, put on, you turn on this kindness app, and all of a sudden, you can treat them with loving kindness. Yeah. And so that's an important app. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's nothing like the new downgrade called the Dis app. Oh. Uh, this, is a, this is a really interesting app because huh. it comes with two functions. Uh, the first feature of the app is called the Disregard 
feature. Oh. Uh, so what it does is it helps you not be distracted by like the needs and the feelings of other people around right. you. It keeps your eyes on the prize. It's just you, what you need. Um, which, if you really disregard oh. the feelings and needs of others, I gotta admit, it sounds like a real time saver. Yeah, but you're leaving like a a trail of of, of hurting people in your way. It is aren't true, you? but consideration is incredibly time consuming. It really is time hmm. consuming. Uh, the second feature is called disengage. You just completely uh, disengage. Uh, this outlines how the problems of the world are too big and overwhelming, mm. and you can't possibly make a dent anyway. Mm. So you might as well just disengage from society and take uh -huh. care of yourself. Right. You usually hear users of this app saying things like, um, that's not my problem. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that sorry, one. Did that one hurt? I'm sorry. <laughs> did, did we go too far? Right. Okay. I've said it. I'm guilty. Right. Yeah. Right. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Uh-oh. Something like that. Just to take a little parenthesis here, never say that around Mel. <laughs> Don't say not my circus, not my monkey around Mel. She so will cut you. That is called... <laughs> okay, proceed. If there are monkeys, you need to help get them out of the premises. That's right. You need to help. Um, so that's called the Dis app. Okay. Dis app. Okay. Very popular. How about the Goodness app? The Goodness app, this is a, one that we all need, right? This is another right. way that we show love towards people. Yes. The Goodness app is, when you're walking in goodness, this is like the person who is, is honest. They're walking in truth. They're not putting on. They're being, they're being yeah. real with people. And they also assume the best of other people. Yeah. They're humble about themselves. They want I mean, to bring good to every situation. You know good people, right? You know a person good. that you're just like, this is a good person. They're humble. They're sweet. They're, they're honest. They don't like put on airs. They have a lot like of that. integrity. Yeah. Who, have you heard of the like downgrade that? app? I'm afraid to hear about it. Uh, it's called Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Awful. Okay, well, well uh, um, here, here's, no, it's, here's oh. the deal. It, okay, Facebook can be used right. for it good. Can be, can it's be. used by good people, but oh. most of the time it's used as a one-sided shortcut to real relationships and real conversations. And often it's used to portray a side of us we wish we really were or to That's complain true. about how we think other people are or should be. That's true. But, but I've also heard it said uh, Facebook is how to be fake friends with real people. Mm -hmm. That's true. But again, there's good people on Facebook mm -hmm. encouraging people, lifting other people up, praying That's true. for people. That's true. It can good be used happen. for good. But still, here's why I say Facebook is an overall downgrade compared hmm. to the Goodness app. Because the Goodness app is about turning off your computer, That's true. walking out your door, and spreading the light and salt of Jesus Christ to people in need. So that's what the goodness has about. That's so true. that's why Facebook's kind of... Okay. Okay. How about, how about faithfulness? Hmm. That is an incredible app of the Spirit. Faithfulness. Yeah, faithfulness. Faithfulness. You know, I, I, I turn that app on yeah. when I need to remind myself of what I've committed to do. You know, what I've committed to do no matter what. And, you know, to do what God has me to do, right? Yeah. Uh, it, helps me, it helps me be dedicated to the things that I've made commitments to do. Yeah. Right? And to I mean, show myself faithful. What is that we want to hear? Well done, my good and faithful, faithful servant. You said it. Exactly. You said it. Uh, do you want to hear about the downgrade? I'm afraid about it. Uh, just... I, it's not, is it? Yeah, it's called the Feels app. Feels. 
Yeah, so huh. this app is all about how a current situation makes you feel. So hmm. if you feel good, go ahead and do it. If right. you feel tired, don't do it. So even if you make a commitment, you don't have to be No, no, no. Well, it depends on how you feel. Depends on um, what if you're feeling your feelings if you're f- like a whole lot? You don't even want to start to feel your feelings. Oh. No, no. That, if you feel yeah. your feelings, you need a Netflix binge immediately. Um, that's what you need to do. Uh, if your mom says, go clean your room. It's like a license not to be. If faithful. your mom says, go clean your room, and you just feel like playing video games. Right. You just play video games. I see. You're upstairs in your room. She doesn't know. It's how you feel. Right. Um, so it's hmm. less about integrity and commitments and stewardship and more about your feels. That's gotcha. what it's about. Gotcha. Um, users of this app can be heard saying things like, I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe less popularly, but all the more telling, mm-hmm. you never let me do anything. Mm. Never, I've never heard that in our house. Never heard that in our I house. I hear other no. parents, their children say that, but. Other people do. Do you never right, let. Right. I digress. We have perfect children, so. Yes. Never heard that. Never heard that. Okay, well. Okay, we're getting toward the end here. I think you've said that to me. You I never have. let me do anything. I have. You never. That's right. It's not fair at all. It, it's not just about the kids, people. It's not. It's not. Okay, how about gentleness? Look at that. That's uh, adorable. You know a banana is a very gentle fruit. <laughs> it is. I'm banana. It's the world's perfect fruit. Um, you know, I use gentleness. Gentleness is an important app of the spirit. Yes. We, that's very important. We want to utilize that, especially in those situations when you're dealing with people and maybe you don't agree. How many of you ever deal with anybody at the workplace or your or your, someone in your family and you don't see eye to eye on every little thing, right? And so what do you need in those situations? You need gentle, gentleness, gentleness right? Yeah. Or, or you ever come across a brother or sister in Christ and maybe they've made a mistake or maybe they're, they're, something bad has happened to them and they're hurting, right? In those areas, what do we want to show them right now? Gentleness, right? We want a soft touch with those people. It's very important. Yeah. Right. Uh, the downgrade is nothing like that. Oh. It's actually called the burn app. Um, now, this app is about kicking someone while they're down. Oh. Uh, it includes a list of the top 100 insults to put somebody in their place. Right. Uh, huh. It has a list of 20 really hurtful names to call somebody and the 10 sneakiest ways to be passive-aggressive. Uh, you can often Which I hear... I see on Facebook a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very compatible with Facebook. Um, the passive-aggressive. The, the Burn app users of the Burn app can often be heard saying things like, I told you so, mm-hmm. or more popularly, burn. Burn. Yeah. Right. Right. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Okay, well, last, Ooh, last one. Lastly, these apps are exhausting. <laughs> well, this is the Do last you know, one. We, yeah, a, go ahead. About the no. downgrades, a little yeah. known fact they, they use up the battery in your phone 10 times faster than the original Fruit of the Spirit apps. Oh, that's yeah. awful. But yeah, they're really terrible. And what's terrible is you don't have room, if you have these running in your phone, you don't have room for the fruit to incompatible. run. Incompatible. Right. There's not They're enough, absolutely there's incompatible. Not enough memory in your life. All right, life. so the last one self-control, is? Self-control. Self-control. Because, okay, i gotta, I got to admit. Why don't you tell us about self-control, Pastor okay. Hale? All right. Let's be, let's be gentle. Let's use some gentleness. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Amen. Thank you. Because you're so well-equipped and informed to share about yes. self-control yes. is what I meant. No, I think everybody... 
everybody knows, you know, what, what is the, the, the special things that we were against. Self-control, especially when it comes to breakfast tacos. So when I see there's a special and there's four of them for like six bucks, it seems like the wise thing to do is to buy eight. And then you tell the person behind the counter, these are for my office. I'm getting these for everybody. Um, but you know what? I pull out that self-control app, and it helps me, helps me to stop, maybe get one, maybe two, and, and, you know, and leave it at that. Chicken fried steak, I want two of them. I can eat two of them, but, you know, sometimes it's better to have a salad, you know? Almost always. Sometimes, yes, right? You don't want to go overboard, but yes. It's usually better to have a salad. So... Self-control, very important. The downgrade, it's one of the most popular. It's called the Justification app. Ah. Uh, The Justification app, this app delivers on the promise that what applies to other people don't apply to you. That's true. It doesn't apply to you. Uh, You've had a hard day. Your situation is special. Your circumstances are different. I'm different. So go ahead and indulge. Bend the rules right. for yourself. I deserve Treat this. yourself. It was a hard day. It was a hard day. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to do this little thing. Or I, I know it's going to be a hard I'll day. I'll start again tomorrow. So I, need, I know it's going to be a hard day. <laughs> It'll probably be a hard day. I need to tank up. Woo! <laughs> now, this app even has a feature. This app even has a very special feature that where your credit card is linked for impulse purchases, uh, such as late-night second-dinner meal delivery or expensive beauty products that will fail to deliver what they promise. Yes. Um, I don't know about that. It's, so, I know about uh, one of those. People using this app can often be heard saying things like, I deserve this, mm. or you're not the boss of me. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Justification app. Justification. Incompatible mm. with self-control. So, so our apps affect our behavior. And our, and our actions, but they're not our source. That, now, tell us about that. These apps are not uh, our source. Yeah, okay, so does anyone have an app on your phone that actually charges your phone? No. Apps don't charge your phone. What do you have to do to charge your phone or your tablet or your gaming device? What does it need? You have to plug it in. You're mm-hmm. so smart. Mm-hmm. You have to plug it in, right? Mm-hmm. So... Now, this, this is whether you have the good apps or the bad apps, right? You've got to stay plugged in. Regardless, your, your, your phone's going to die. You're going to fall over if you're not plugged into a source. And here's the deal. The Holy Spirit is our charger. The Holy oh. Spirit is the source that powers us back up to 100%. Now, let me ask you, how many of your phones need to be charged daily? Amen. If you skip a day, what happens to your phone? Dies. You know, the other day I really needed my Patience app, but I looked down and, and my phone was at 1% and it wouldn't even open my Patience app. Couldn't even get it open. I threw that phone across the room. No. Mm. <laughs> so, the Holy Spirit is our charger. Mm-hmm. He's our source. You know what? The apps aren't even the source. They're the result of being powered up with the source. Right. I'm going to say that again. These apps are not the direct goal. Mm. They're not our source. They don't exist without charging up in the presence of God. God is the source. This is the result. That's well, right. not that, the good page. Right, right. Yeah. The good page. Yeah. What, what happens if we don't charge our phones? 
They're going to go dead. If you don't walk in the Spirit, if you don't stay connected to the Holy Spirit, you're not going to have the power yeah. to, to exhibit the gifts of the Spirit, or, or, or the fruit of the Spirit. Right. Right? Um, so we're, we're like a phone that's been run, run dry. Or to use Paul's fruit analogy, we're, we're like a tree that's just been ripped out of the ground. It's not in the soil anymore. Right. Amen. Now, when we are fully charged with the Holy Spirit, um, we're going we're gonna to be people of love. Here's, here's a little phrase that I love about love that I heard, and that is that love does. Love does. This is so important. Just remember this as you're leaving today. Love doesn't just think about good stuff. It doesn't just feel its good feelings. It does. It does something. Billy Graham uh, once said, we may say that love for others is the first sign that we've been born again and that the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives. See, love does. It's really, it's really not about just not, you know, ever doing bad things. It's about doing good. It's about doing good things, right? Seeing the person nearby us that's hurting or walking alone, right? We say that around here, no one walks alone. Seeing that person who is walking alone and and showing kindness to them, showing love to them. That that word love, it's an agape word. Uh, It's the word agape. It's a Greek word. And it means it's the choice to treat someone as valuable. That's what that's what love, love does. always looks like something. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like gentleness. Mm-hmm. It looks like kindness. Yeah. It looks like self-control. It looks like peace. When someone, if you see someone worried or stressed, you know you can bring the love of God to that situation by offering prayer and peace and the promises of God. Love isn't just the feelings that you feel for somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's what it looks like to spread the power of the Holy Spirit from yourself to someone else and invite God into a situation. It's a big deal. Love looks like something. I I think that's why like things like kindness is a fruit of the Spirit and not niceness. You know, that's not one of the fruits of the Spirit. Kindness is because niceness is just, I'm not going to be rude to you. Right. Right. But kindness is getting out there and doing, doing something. Investing good in someone else. Look at this picture here. Mm -mm. Look at that. That's a big rock. Is this rock loving anyone? Does it love anybody? No. Right? The kids, the kids know the answer. But now, is it doing anything wrong to anyone? No, it's not doing anything wrong. It's not being rude. It's not being unkind. It's not hurting anybody's it's feelings. It's not eating eight breakfast tacos. No. Right? Rocks don't do anything bad. Here's the thing. They just don't do anything good. They don't do anything good, right? So what if we just assume that when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives and transforms us, it transforms us Christians, that we should probably go beyond the ethics of a rock. Yeah. Let's go beyond the ethics of a rock. Amen? We should be living reflections of God's love. I don't want to be a rock. Boys and girls, do you want to be a rock? No. No. Do you want to be... The light Amen. of the world. Yes. Yes, that's right. All right, so what do we take from all this? Miss Melissa, we've been here. And, and so what are, we, what are we walking out of here with? All right, just remember this. Just remember this. Those who are filled with the Spirit ought to have the visible fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. If you hear yourself saying what those downgrade users say, get rid of those apps and replace them with the Spirit of God. How do you do that? Boys and girls, how do you... 
How do you get the fruits of the Spirit? Who do you spend time with? You spend time with God. Holy Spirit. You surrender in prayer, and the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you, will speak to you, and you can hear it. And then once you hear, what do you do? Obey. Excellent job. That's That's right. right. So if we're filled with the Spirit, we ought to have visible proof. Number two, that fruit that we want, as Melissa just said, it grows out of a relationship with the Spirit. That's going to mean what? Prayer? Yeah. Worship? Yep. Reading our Bible? Yes. Yes. Do you know the Holy Spirit often speaks Scripture? He brings Scripture Mm. to mind at the time that you need it. So often, if there's a situation that comes up and I'm starting to feel stressed, he always brings up with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. There are promises with being in his presence. Do you know fear can't be in his presence? Mm. Did you know that that worry and fret and anger, when you start worshiping, have you ever felt anger just melt right off of you? That's what happens in the presence of God. Nothing else can stand in his presence. Boys and girls, if you feel frustrated, pray. If you feel worried, pray. If you feel angry or you can't forgive somebody, just kneel in a room and start singing a song and worship the Lord, and it will change the situation. That's right. As Miss Melissa said, we listen, we obey, mm-hmm. and when we do that, his fruit becomes our fruit. That's right. And his boldness becomes our boldness, and we're, we're enabled to go out there and, and be reflections of God to the whole wide world. Yeah. So let me say this one more thing to you grown-ups out there. I, I want you to remember this too. Don't look at the fruit of the Spirit as another list of things that you got to work hard at. Or a list of things that you got to work hard at in order to earn a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Look at the, look at the fruit of the Spirit on display in your life. Take, you know, self-evaluate and say, what are the fruits on display in my life? And use that as a helpful indication of the health of your relationship with the Holy Spirit. It can show you, how is my relationship right. with the Holy Spirit? Right. And if I don't see a lot of fruit... My goal isn't to try to muster up some more fruit. It's to get closer to the Holy Spirit. Yes, and and here is, parents, uh, if you are not sure which fruits you need to work on, you can ask your children. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The other day, I asked my child, you know, is there anything maybe mom needs to work on to get, and before I finish my sentence, he told me exactly what I needed to work on. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it was helpful. <laughs> it was. And You're I appreciated honest. it. And sometimes the truth hurts, but the truth also sets you free. Amen. So let's get charged up with the Holy Spirit. Yes. All right. We're going to give away good fruit, right, as he enables us. That's how we're going to reflect Jesus in everything that we say and everything that we, we do and everything right. that we think. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So let's, pr- right. let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are amazing. God, you are so great, and you are perfect, and you love us just as we are, even though we don't always do everything right. You love us like crazy, and I thank you that you sent us the Holy Spirit to be our closest companion. He can be our best friend throughout the day. Give us ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. 
Give us the courage to put aside those apps that we've been indulging ourselves in and to allow the Holy Spirit to download a whole new set of apps in our life. Thank you, Father God, that your grace and your mercy is new every single morning. We praise you for that, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen.